every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. What's better than this? Guys being dudes here on the Draft Dudes Podcast. It's Joe Marino, Kyle Krabs, and Chris Schubert from the Draft Network, and we are your hosts here on this edition of the show. Football is back and better than ever, and all eyes are on the gridiron with teams on the field to start another season. As always, Bet Online is your number one spot for all the pro and college football action this season. With a new updated site and interface, even more odds, props, and contests, Bet Online continues to be the number one source for everything football. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today to receive your 100% welcome bonus. That's double your initial deposit just for signing up. Wow. Don't forget to use promo code NFL100. You got to check out, check out the props. Check out the props. Player over-unders, team over-unders. What's going to happen in the first yeah. half, the first play of the game. So many fun props over at Bet Online, which is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. And they are your online sportsbook experts. Kyle, happy wednesday to you happy hump day what so day did, is it it's hump day you did know what day it was because you did that yeah, whole time skipped you guys, in the intro you skipped in the intro and that's normally the dead giveaway to joe doesn't know what day it is and and <laughs> and i was like okay it's wednesday joe but that's okay but you did know what day it was okay good good to hear has nope, that been a, I, has uh, that been I, a hard I, adjustment for you joe because like now that we are we are now back in football season recording on the same day as the show a million percent a hard adjustment, especially when I do lockdown bills before this podcast, and that is in the future. So I'm I, literally an hour ago. I said happy Thursday to you, and I have to like recalibrate. Yeah. And so mm-hmm. I knew I didn't know it in that moment, but as I work through talking about our friends at Bet Online, I'm like, it's Wednesday, it's Wednesday, it's Wednesday. I'm hitting Kyle with a happy Wednesday, and then I did, and here we are. Happy Wednesday. Thank you. Shoop. What are we doing? We're doing a mock draft. The first Draft Dudes mock draft of the season. You saw our mock draft that we did on the live stream after we did playoffpredictors.com, our favorite website other than the draftnetwork.com, and we predicted every single game of the season, and then we did our mock draft with that. But this is our official mock draft in the mock draft machine. I have it up on the other screen. I believe in the pre-show process, you guys decided that Kyle is doing odds, Joe is doing evens, or do I have it backwards? That sounds I think good. you had it backwards. Okay, but we're so going to do just, that. Okay. We're going to do that. So if Kyle is doing odds, that means he is on the clock with the Detroit Lions Great. at pick number one. Outstanding. And there's, I like my opportunities to pick for odds for today's show. Let's just call it today's show. Uh, it gets a little messy in the back half, but the top 15, <laughs> I think there's a clear kind of threshold of talent available to you and and we're going to start there uh with the detroit lions at number one and um i think about this regime this is a brand new regime they're starting from scratch uh they just need to draft good football players that was the theme of my mock when i did it on monday for for uh written content and i think about Kayvon thibodeau and i understand he's not necessarily a finished product i think um the, the pass rush value that he brings from a number one overall pick, the versatility that he does have. And if we're going to do this predictively, like Kyle Hamilton's our number one player on the board. But if you ask me, is Kyle Hamilton going to go number one in the draft? My answer is going to be no. Kayvon Thibodeau 
plays on the trenches. Um, the, the Detroit needs to get better defensively con- from kind of top to bottom. Go ahead and lock me in. Kayvon Thibodeau to the Detroit Lions at number one overall in this mock draft. So, Joe, that means you are on the clock with the New York Jets. And if I believe everything from the New York media, you might want to take a quarterback here at number two. Oh, boy. Uh, yeah, you know, I should have told you. You know this. You went through Darnold, right? You can't you can't live game to game. You can't live throw to throw. You can't live week to week. It is a process to develop a young quarterback. And that's why we're going offense with this pick. We're going to help Zach Wilson. We're going to make sure he has blocking. We're going Evan Neal, offensive tackle for Alabama. I know Ooh. Derek Stingley's there. Wow. Ooh. But we've got wow. we got to prioritize it, man. Wow. I Give I, Joe, I big, love this. Massive blocker can play right tackle, can play left tackle. Just a rare athlete is going to move bodies in the run game. This is about Zach Wilson. This is the guy that we've committed to, and we're going to continue that commitment by getting him an offensive tackle right here. Um, Kyle, I don't know who the coach is going to be for this team next season, but you're on the clock with the yeah, me neither. Jaguars. <laughs> yeah, and Joe kind of boned me here because I was totally geared up to just take Evan Neal at three um, because Cam Robinson's on the franchise tag and that hey, whole narrative little, about <sighs> protecting your investment. High, which they did. They did. But he's also probably somebody who can play inside, right? And I'm not going to preclude uh, Jacksonville from taking an offensive tackle, but that's obviously not an option to me. And now I'm left with Derek Stingley after all of the investments that Jacksonville has made at corner over the past 18 months. I just don't mm-hmm. know. Like, I'd, yeah, I want to draft good players, but I also want to be able to field a competent team from top to bottom, uh, which I also have Kyle Hamilton and DeMarvin Leal, who are at least – Worth the conversation. I'm going to go ahead and pull the trigger on Kyle Hamilton. Uh, I, I think all the different ways that he can play, you think about him, his athleticism, his versatility on the back end and coverage and run fits, and putting that with Miles Jack and Caleb on Chase on and Josh out, like all these versatile defenders that Jacksonville has. And you can kind of really kind of make a mess of your fronts and what you're doing on the back end with Hamilton added into the mix. Uh, so go ahead and put me down for Kyle Hamilton, who has played tremendous through the month of September. Uh, his stock really didn't have anywhere to go since he was at the top to begin with, but he has uh, really kind of wrestled the narratives around his game and done very well for himself early on. All right, Joe? we've got the Houston. Oh, Houston. It's my job, man. It's the one thing I do on the show. What do you get? The I'm Houston sorry. Texans are on the clock, and that is you, Joe, at number four. Thank you, Chris. Um, man, I'm thinking about a quarterback. They're all available, right? I just don't love these quarterbacks, so we're not going to force it. Let's go with some help on the, for this defense. They have nothing at cornerback. And Derek there Stingley, a blue-chip prospect, is sitting right there for me to pick at number four. Go. Foundational potential for this roster, a key building block type player. Ball skills are there. I know he didn't tackle well when he played against UCLA, but I think historically he's been a good tackler. Do everything. Number one corner that is missing from this roster. We are just going to get good players, Kyle. Get good players. Derek Stingley, the pick for the Texans. Uh, Picking in the same spot that they did a year ago, the Cincinnati Bengals, (sighs) Kyle. Yeah, and you know we sit here and we box ourselves in and say, Bengals, you have to go offensive line no matter what. Protect Joe Burrow. There ain't an offensive lineman I'm taking here on the board at five. (laughs) 
there's no way I'm taking an offensive lineman on the board here at five. So what can I do? Well, I look at the best available players, and we got names like DeMarvin Leal and Spencer Rattler, who's not really applicable, and the two Ohio State kids at wide receiver, who they're already brimming with talent at. Uh, Andrew Booth, Kyer Elam, Darren Kennard, Aiden Hutchinson, Drake Jackson, so on and so forth. Uh, best player available here, I do think, happens to fit a certain kind of need uh, for the Bengals to Marvin Leal and his ability to play on the interior, subsequently play uh, as a base end. And you think about this division that they are in with Pittsburgh, their historical ability to run the ball, maybe not necessarily early on here in 2021, the Cleveland Browns in their offensive line, the Baltimore Ravens in their ability to run the football. So having multiple front players who are capable of filling multiple gaps and filling multiple roles, and DeMarvin Leal is athletic enough to do that, that makes it a really attractive fit for me, both for the roster needs and from a divisional standpoint to try and beat your division opponents. So give me DeMarvin Leal at five to the Bengals. All right, Joe, what are you going to do at number six with the Atlanta Falcons? Kyle, the Falcons brass is heartbroken. Because I, oh, I know you did the same it. thing I did in your recent mock draft. You gave him Chris Olave and the Falcons fans, the Brotherhood, not happy, right? They want trenches. No, they're not. I'm sure you got the same, well, same feedback who do you, that I Who did. are you going to take? Who are you going to take? I'm not going to. Actually, there is, somebody because... you could, there is somebody you could take here. and oh, be a good pick in the trenches. And I saw it just when you said it. We're going to help the trenches on the defensive side of the football. Yep. We're going yep. Aiden yep. Hutchinson. Yep. Yep. Defensive lineman, Michigan, you're welcome, Falcons fans. You got a really dynamic talent, guy that can play with power, super athletic. Love how he gets his hands involved, can play five tech and play inside. And we know with Dean Pease and this versatile hybrid type defense, you got to have guys that can play all over the line of scrimmage. Aiden Hutchinson does that. This guy's off to a hot start to the year. And maybe this is a little bit early to start talking him in this range. But if he keeps playing like he has, nobody's going to blink an eye if he goes number six overall. No, it, it is not too early if he finishes the season he, the right. way he's played the first three weeks. Yeah, And you remember I was very high on Aiden this time last year, like before the Big Ten season started, and then they pre- played an abbreviated season, and he got hurt, and his, his season was cut short by injury anyway, and it's kind of like out of sight, out of mind, like, he was phenomenal in 2019, and he was part of a platoon. And everybody was talking about guys like Josh Uch and, and Winovich and Hutchinson's float around prototypical six foot six, yeah, 275 pounds. I think the name, I think a name that Jordan Reed dropped on him on Twitter was Patrick Kearney of all guys and names good. Atlanta, yeah. right? So uh, that's kind of the, the style of player uh, that you're getting, Chris. Uh, you're, I believe you're, I'm up with the, the football giants. You are. I just want to know if you're making this pick as Dave Gettleman or not, or is he going to be there next season? I'm making this pick as Kyle Krabs okay. is who I'm making this pick as. <laughs> <laughs> Which really kills me because Joe took Aiden Hutchinson. I shouldn't have opened my mouth because I would have taken Aiden Hutchinson at seven for the Giants and prospered, which is what I did on my mock draft on Monday, but the Giants were at five based on the, the Super Bowl odds at the time. Oh, man, oh, man, oh, man, oh, man. Does anybody want to trade? (laughs) 
Come on, the first one of the I season, jinxed, you're going to try to make trades already? I jinxed myself by saying, like, I could sit here and take Darren Kennard. Is Darren Kennard a good value at seven? No. Is he a good scheme fit and capable of playing guard or tackle? Yes. Do they desperately need help at both spots right now? Yes. Do I want to just draft for need and totally forego any semblance of value with a top eight pick? No. Kyle, no pressure, but you have to fix every problem the Giants have with this selection. You know how it goes with mock draft. That's not fair. This he is their only has, chance to fix their yeah, issues. I, I, my next pick is the Giants. Right, he's got pick nine. I get nine. two picks he's back got to picks to do this. That so was more fine. of a joke. That was more of a joke because fans like think that you're supposed to fix every need with the pick, player that you pick for them in a mock draft in September. You know what I mean? Well, and it just happens um, the Giants have two, so ruin my joke. What am I more worried about the Eagles picking, if anything? I don't think the Eagles, Eagles are e- going to pick a pull. You know who the Eagles yeah, are picking, I, Kyle. Uh, the, the Eagles are – you're going to pick Andrew Booth for the Eagles. Yeah, go I got to write it down, it down in, in Sharpie. So you so, got two Giants picks to make, damn it. <laughs> go ahead and, and let's go with a, a skill player for one of these picks. No, we're not. We're doing, we're doing Darren Kennard here at seven. It's the player that makes the most sense amongst the players that we have currently projected in the top 20. I have to make the pick, even though I hate the value. Giants fans, I'm sorry. You either need to be worse or you need to be better because the value here at seven <laughs> is not very good. It's just not. So put, put me down for Darren Kennard. And then you're, you already, you're committed to, are yeah, you like, have well, any commentary for him. Andrew Booth? Or are you that just going to say, oh, big moment. Andrew Booth. I- I wanted him to pivot for us. What do you want me to do? You've already made the pick before you were even allowed to make the pick. You want me to set it up? What, do you, what am I supposed to do? You've taken Andrew Booth, so Kyle's back on the clock. Say something nice about Andrew Booth real quick while I get my wits about oh, me to figure out what the gosh. hell I'm doing with this second Giants pick. Please. <laughs> okay, so Andrew Booth, cornerback Clemson, my pick for the Eagles here. Um, I think He's they good. need two new corners for this defense moving forward. Andrew Booth. Uh, has every characteristic you're looking for in a number one corner in the NFL size, athleticism, ball skills. Uh, he tackles. He's extremely physical. I mean, he literally checks every box. His resume is growing week by week. And um, I think when it's all said and done, this is a very appropriate range for him and the talent that he has. Joe, can okay. you say more nice things about Andrew <laughs> No, this this just stinks, man. This absolutely positively stinks. Um, there's you Drake want Jackson, like, George yeah, Drake Jackson was the name I no, was like, going to suggest. Well, I'm sitting here looking at Karloftis, and I'm trying to talk myself into it. But it feels, again, it feels the value does not feel good. No, you know this, Kyle. No value feels good at this point. Like we're officially. Right at that point where the the players you're talking it's the dead about, zone. right? It's this is it. This is where you don't want to be in this well, draft class. Th- thank God Aiden Hutchinson bailed you out by being an absolute monster right. for the first month of the season because then right. you'd have had that first value issue at six. Right, and I was sitting here banking on getting Hutchinson. <laughs> I was sitting here banking on Hutchinson at seven and Kennard at nine, <laughs> and it and you totally could, you, blew up. You in could my have face. had Hutchinson if you didn't make that one comment. You go discount. No, you would have found, found him. I don't know, man. I yeah, was, I think that's what I'm going to do. I was getting ready to go booth for the Falcons, so 
I'll take Karloftis for the Giants. He's looking more like the the 2019 uh, freshman version of himself in which he was all over the place. He's super dense. He's 275. Uh, the Giants, if it's Dave Gettleman, he's going to like that kind of build. I know they've kind of gone after kind of the lean rush linebackers, but Karlaftis gives you some versatility. And, and I just w- went back and watched Notre Dame-Purdue uh, this morning again to watch Karlaftis in that game, and they had him in some two-point releases and stuff like that. So uh, go ahead and put me down for Karlaftis from Purdue at number nine to the Giants to help their pass rush to go along with that brick wall they have inside. The Washington football team here at number 10. Joe, is our first quarterback going to come off the board? Man, it's tempting. I'm in my feelings a little bit about Taylor Heineke right now, though. I got to be honest with you. I'm interested to see Stop what this guy it. can do. It's- well, Stop I've done the it. deep dive on Heineke. I've, I've done all the work. I know this player. Good athlete. You, you are me in well 2012 with Matt Moore and the Dolphins. <laughs> Career uh, journeyman. Oh, he's real funny. More. Made some plays. Hey, he's made some plays. Talking, Let's see what he's got. I was talking to Chris Russell, host of the Lockdown Washington football team podcast, and he made a nice little comparison, and he said, Got a little Doug Flutie to him. And I know that there's kind of a glass ceiling with Doug Flutie. And, like, there's only a few years that you could do this and and you you have that type of ups. You're t- Heineke gave the Bucks all they can handle. He beat the Giants. He's one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL right now when he holds the ball for more than two and a half seconds. He's athletic. He's a really good athletic. The play action game, he's got a Based deep on ball. what? Heineke can play. Based on what? Based on what, a one-game sample size? He's played 61 passing attempts so far this year. That's a very small sample size. Go ahead. Continue, please. You're no closer to making a pick. You filibustered successfully. Just no, I have I two options. I'm either going to go with the quarterback or I'm not. I, I have a, I'm have. i going to go with the left tackle. I think Charles Leno's an upgradable player from them at left tackle. And I'm not sure, you know, like, is Scherf going to sign long term? Um, all right. We're going to pick a quarterback. We're going Sam Howell, North Carolina. And I've got mouths agape here because I picked Sam Howell. You just spent the three-minute filibuster talking up Taylor Heineke and how great he was. And then you just went, just ripped the rug right out from under you. The damn NFC East is ruining everything, right? This mock drafts, the NFL in general. Um. Yeah, Sam Howell, man. This is uh, this is a guy that I think fits the Scott Turner style of offense, which there's some manufactured throws, there's play action, there's the the you know kind of the the shots down the field. Howell's got a nice deep ball. I think stylistically, stylistically, he kind of fits uh, this Washington situation, and so we'll go with Sam Howell and make. I guess I picked the wrong quarterback to make you guys happy, but you should be happy. I picked the quarterback. Uh, Kyle, the I'm Minnesota thankful Vikings. you picked the quarterback. Uh, yeah. So Minnesota on the clock at twelve, and the first place eleven, but that's okay. Eleven, the first place <laughs> my mind goes is to Kyir Elam, uh, cornerback from Florida, who has played very well to start the season. Um, again, I'm going to invoke Jordan Reed. Jordan Reed had mentioned um, a former Minnesota Viking with a comp for him. Whose name, for whatever reason, is escape Xavier uh, Xavier Rhodes. Rhodes uh, yeah. was the comp that he had dropped for Kyir Elam, uh, and I really like that. And if we're assuming Zimmer's still going to be here, um, 
then I think that that style of corner makes a lot of sense. Obviously, Minnesota built the short-term bridge with Patrick Peterson and Brashad Breland, but like this corner room is Pat Pete, Breland, Mackenzie Alexander, Cam Dantzler, Harrison Hand, and Chris Boyd. Like, let's go ahead and add a stud here. And obviously, the Jeff Gladney investment did not end the way anybody expected it would with them investing a first-round pick in, in, with him and legal issues and off the team altogether. So I think there's room for a corner. Kyer, Elam, big physical, uh, good in main coverage, putting him down for Minnesota at 11. Joe, the Carolina Panthers at number 12. We have five picks to go here. Yep, so you guys know how this goes, right? Do, do I need to do this? or Carolina the, Panthers, every year since 2013, they've had yeah, a primary right. different starting left tackle. It's going to continue this year. Cam already. Irving's not the long-term answer. Let's go Jackson Kirkland, offensive tackle. Washington has all the traits, right? Length, athleticism, um, developing the strength, You know, kind of working into a new frame with losing a bunch of weight. And uh, I think he could be the answer there at left tackle. And we know that Matt Rule, he just wants guys that have the physical traits that he's looking for. He says, I could teach him the rest. Well, here's a nice ball of clay for you to work at, work with at left tackle and, and you know, finally solve this longstanding issue in Carolina. The Indianapolis Colts pick number 13. All right. So tackle was on my short list for them. Um. But I also look at this team, and I, I think you can add corner. I think you can add wide receiver. Um, this is a pick that's in the air, could end up belonging to Philadelphia when it's all said and done, uh, based on Carson Wentz, who has impressively two sprained ankles <laughs> coming out of one game. <laughs> he sprained them both in one sitting. Uh, so that's this pick remains with Indianapolis for now because – Projecting Carson Wentz to play 75% of the snaps is quite the ambitious <laughs> forecast, right? Based on he's had foot surgery already, and now he sprained both ankles in week two and against the Rams. I'm going to go with a weapon here, however. Uh, and the last time Indianapolis dipped their toe into the Ohio State wide receiver pool, it was for Paris Campbell. I can't think of a more different kind of receiver coming out of the same system than Chris Olave. Olave's very refined as a route runner. Uh, I look at what the Colts have. They brought back T.Y. Hilton on a short-term deal. Zach Pascal has three touchdowns through two games. It's like there's room to improve here if you're going to continue down the Carson Wentz trail. So give me Chris Olave at pick number 13 for the Indianapolis Colts. Joe, the Philadelphia Eagles at pick number 14. All right, with with the Eagles here, we've already solidified a um, Andrew Booth at corner for them with pick eight, their second time around here. In, Take Rattler. In the first first half. No, I'm not going to pick Rattler for Take them. Take Rattler. Um, nope, I'm not going to do that. Um, we're going to go <laughs> defense again, and they paid Josh Sweat a bunch of money. But, you know, Brandon Graham's getting up there in age. He's injured. They got other defensive ends, edge players for them that are expiring contracts. I think they're going to want to still retool this, even with that Josh Wett, Josh Sweat extension. Kyle is all kinds of mad Don't because I'm probably taking his pick for the Chargers. We're going Drake Jackson, edge from USC, to give them that speedy, bursty, speed rusher off the edge that they can, uh, you know, develop into uh, a nice pass rusher to go with Josh Sweat, who is, 
a big part of their plans moving forward. Kyle is now relieved. He wiped the sweat off of his of his brow there before he makes this pick for the. Thought I was going to go. Who's my last pick today? It is an edge defender, and it's the same player I gave the Chargers at twenty two in my mock before the Super Bowl odd changed on Monday. Majay Sanders, uh, defensive end, Cincinnati Bearcats. Uh, the point that I made with the Chargers was they have kind of kicked off this succession plan with Melvin Ingram without a successor in place. Uh, they have Chris Rumpf, who they drafted. Joe, I think it was the fourth round they drafted Rumpf. Yeah. Um, but I think about like the build that Chris Rumpf has, and then I look at Majay Sanders, and Sanders is a bigger, uh, in my opinion, more powerful and more explosive version of that same model of player. And with Joey Bosa being there, you're, you're going to be less focused on – giving any extra attention to Sanders and and he's somebody who is a little bit more tools than he is polished right now but you know with his tools and ceiling across from Bosa I think that's a great opportunity for him not dissimilar to what's happening with Odafe away in Baltimore right now to make a splash um, be able to hit the ground running and have success and for that reason my Jay Sanders is my pick at 15 for the Chargers. Joe, the Raiders are the last selection here on part one of our first mock draft of uh, 2021. The Raiders. Jordan Davis, defensive tackle, Georgia, going to be the pick here. I know their defense has played pretty well to start the season. Bigger tests are coming, right? Like they're going to be stressed in different ways coming up. And Davis is the type of guy that is just the presence in the middle of that interior defensive line that can elevate this group. It's going to make Crosby and, and Gakwe better edge rushers because of the things they can do in terms of the, the stunt game when you have a guy like Jordan Davis. He's going to own the middle, and he's going to make those linebackers better. And I think he's a type of piece that, at this point, middle of the first round, is appropriate value. It checks the boxes that the Raiders like in terms of going with big-time program-type players. And so Jordan Davis to uh, continue adding to a Raiders defense that – Maybe is turning the corner, but historically has really, really struggled. That's uh, that's the first half of this mock draft. We are going to finish the second half tomorrow on Thursday on the show, if my memory serves me correctly, which means you're going to want to hit subscribe and follow along for part two of this first round 2022 mock draft based on the current Super Bowl odds. I am Kyle Krabs with Joe Marino and Chris Schubert. We thank you for listening. We thank our friends over at Bet Online for their continued support of the show as well. Cheers to each and every one of you. Enjoy the rest of your Wednesday, and we will talk again tomorrow. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.